0: Welcome to another episode of the Bonfire Sessions. We are into the second half of the first century of episodes, 51. I can't believe we've done 51 episodes. It's crazy. Some of them, some of them are not real episodes when, when the corona hit. We had a couple
1: little, little
0: quickies, a couple Zoom sessions.
1: Yeah, those were like worth half an episode.
0: If that. And then here we are for 51, and... Um, it's a it's a it's a lovely. It's hot today. It's going to be hot this weekend. Over a hundred here in Northern California. So we're we're here with some refreshing antioxidant.
1: By is that what you call it? Water substitute. It has uh, right stevia instead of sugar. Oh yeah. I'm
0: uh, I'm still on the no alcohol. So um, and you're doing the same, right? Mm-hmm.
1: No alcohol right now, it's Lent It's the Lenten season for us <laughs> Or, I mean like we talked about We might just be done Yeah,
0: I don't know I mean at least for at least for me for a while Like, I don't know Sometimes you're just over something Like I don't find any benefit to it It doesn't even sound that good anymore So it's just like Nah, I'm, I'm good with not even having any so, See how long that lasts yeah. I'm guessing at least a couple months Minimum
1: the benefits of not drinking are good enough for me to not be interested for a while.
0: Yeah, at least for a while. I might get back to where I have like a glass of wine a week, something like that, glass of red wine possibly, but I don't, I don't see myself, I don't see myself going hard. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good, but I guess that's a good, um, a good sign that you're, in touch with your body. If you're like, no, I don't want to do that anymore, and I'm done, and then you stop, rather than continue and continue and always kick the can down the road. <laughs> you know, that's how you become an alcoholic, right? right. So here's to, here's to sobriety, right? Cheers! Cheers! Cheers to sobriety, and cheers to um, what else can we cheers right now? Not a lot. Oh, no, the uh, not a lot.
1: Well. Right, since we last talked, uh, the Supreme Court voted in favor of LGBTQ rights. Right? Yes,
0: which I'm surprised, not surprised by the outcome or surprised or like upset by that, obviously. People know my stance. I, I didn't even know this was a thing. Like, I thought they already had the rights, so I guess businesses were still allowed to fire them based on... Who they're fucking? <laughs> or who they're romantically in-
1: engaged with or inclined to be with? I guess That's it's kind of like the... Still a thing? The Equal Rights Amendment. Like, where I, I had always assumed that it was written in law that um, women have equal rights. But it's only been passed in, like, 40, 37 states or something like that. For real? Yeah, I mean, it's something like that. I mean, I'm sure I'm getting some some of the specifics wrong, but... Point being. um, Yeah, I mean, you you can't assume that... uh... (laughs) That anything. (laughs) I mean, you gotta be a special type of cunt
0: to fire someone because they're gay. I'm sorry. Like, if you can't... I mean, I don't know what that has to do with anything to do with their job. I don't don't get it. But I'm glad they upheld it. Six to three, right? And then DACA... Mm -hmm. Was five to four? Yeah. And Trump tweeted something today. I think the Supreme Court doesn't like me or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think every, every comment was like, nobody likes you.
1: <laughs> but he was, I think it was for the LGBTQ one, he said, he was kind of like, eh, whatever. I mean, that's what they decided. Yeah. I'll accept it. Yeah. Which was a surprising response. Okay. That's good
0: silver lining to Trump that's good yeah I'm just I'm surprised that that it was a thing I didn't know that was up for a vote I try to stay in the know pretty much on what's going on a little bit at least and then I saw that that they won that which is very good I'm just I thought it was already a cut and dry deal like I, I thought you already couldn't discriminate someone over their sexuality but you know you could I gotta stop being surprised about shit um yeah, after I, I really got, and a half years. Yeah, I really got to stop being like, what? <laughs> just be like, yep, that sounds about right. It seems like we'd just be voting on the fact that you can't fire a gay person or a trans person. And and I think
1: the DACA one's stuck in Trump's craw probably. So. Yeah, because, I mean, he's his thing is more immigration. He's more of an immigration guy than, you know, anti-LGBTQ. Yeah, I don't think he
0: really gives a shit about the that whole issue, but he does definitely doesn't want the immigrants coming in. Give us your your poor, are tired. He's like, fuck that shit, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that nonsense. That uh,
1: right. Thus, the border wall. Thus, the border wall. How's that coming? Construction on that started. I think it's pretty much
0: hasn't happened. I, I would I wouldn't think so. There's enough shit to be going on right now. Covid seems to be uh, picking up some more steam again. We didn't really uh, knock that down the way we thought we should, or thought we're going to.
1: It's as bad as it's ever been, right? Or
0: well, the number of new new cases. Yeah, it's like it's staying the same. It's like twenty five thousand a day in the states, and that's just like every day twenty five thousand more. Every day twenty five thousand more.
1: 25,000 in the United States. In the U.S., or, yeah.
0: yeah, new cases. Right. It's just right there. It's kind of hanging around that number, obviously, up and down a little bit, but everywhere else seems to be doing fine. I saw, like, Italy today, and today recording is uh, June 18th. had, like, 300, you know, so they squashed it pretty much. Spain, same thing. Australia, same thing. USA, USA.
1: New Zealand kind of totally eradicated it, didn't it? For real? Didn't it? course they did they're, they're 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 better than us at this we fucking suck the only thing that we're get good at is uh incarcerating people we are very good at that we've we are, got that down to, we, a science. Dude,
0: to a science man you ever seen um 13th mm-hmm. no no Lindsay watched it i have seen bits and pieces here and there and read about it it's like back in the um Either the '70s or '80s, like our incarceration rate, especially of black people, jumped like fifty percent in a couple of years, and then ever since then, it's just fucking—we've gone ape shit over that, man. We've just gone wild. Mm-hmm. More and more people are getting locked up, more and more. But I think that that stuff's got to be changing. That stuff's got to be changing soon. At some at some point soon, the um, all the people. Locked up for like marijuana, they got to be let out. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I'm. I mean, it's, again, I shouldn't be surprised. It's shocking though that people are still locked up for weed right now, as we record this. Like, this shit is un- unbelievable.
1: Well, maybe that will be. That'll go along with the whole defend the police thing ga- that people are prote- protesting. It's gotta. Seems related just what type of policing does do we want as a yeah. society
0: yeah to to the to be fair to police officers they do and are asked of to do too much i mean i i don't think highly of police officers generally i know there are good ones i know we talked about that before of course there are good there are good people in every field yeah there's even good politicians i'll admit that <laughs> but um to, to be fair to them we are calling them for things that they should not be doing they should not be doing a lot of shit they should not be busting people for smoking weed they should not be busting people for that kind of shit we we've we, we as a society have criminalized nonviolent behaviors and when the police are called Violent situations happen because of that. Um, I know I was talking to someone, I won't say who, because it's a friend of mine, or someone I'm close with, and we were disagreeing on this. He's like, oh, you're just going to call the social workers? I was like, for some shit, yeah, I guarantee I know how to de-escalate certain situations better than a police officer as a social worker. That's what social workers are trained to do. So there are some instances that you just don't need to be calling the cops on. They just do fucking too much. Um, there needs to be more community policing Rather than just fucking You're basically sending in Sending in the fucking military
1: almost Yeah
0: It's going to be interesting to see what happens Have you seen that whole Chaz thing in Seattle?
1: Yeah I don't know too much about it I mean other than it's A uh, uh, safe zone right? Or
0: uh, Well it's so an autonomous zone Like the, the yeah Seattle police closed a precinct In some 6-5 block neighborhood Downtown I've heard mixed reviews of what's going on. People who have been there said it's peaceful and all this and that, and some people are reporting that it's not. I, fuck if I know. I haven't been there. It, it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. And to be fair, I mean, to be... You know, let's let's talk about defunding the police. No one means, like, you're just getting rid of all police. It just means the money and resources that are put into policing go down. And probably because you're policing too much shit. So... I'm all for that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, if I were a police officer, I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, the possibility of having my position cut. Yeah. That's, that sucks. I mean, (laughs) but it, it's, it makes sense to me that that's the direction that we should go in. Yeah. Just keep, keep around the number of officers that you need to take care of the police violent crimes. Uh, Yeah. I mean, we should be moving in
0: a direction where more people are being trained as social workers, mental health counselors, this and that, because I think that's where a, a lot of our societal ills are, are in mental health. Our mental health system sucks. Um, the fact that, I mean, who would want to be, a, who in their right mind want to be a social worker? Uh, whoops. <laughs> I mean, $15 an hour in California? Give me a break. Like... And it requires a bachelor's minimum, most of the time a master's, depending on the job you want to do. And you're talking 30000 40000 a year.
1: So maybe they should make more money?
0: Maybe a little bit. I mean, maybe we should not be policing nonviolent issues. We should have better mental health services for homeless and poor and people who can't afford mental health services. But all these things. There's like a million things that go into this whole issue. Obviously, as we talked about in the last episode, better psychological evaluations and less union power for, (laughs) you know, basically cops can get off on anything. And times are changing, obviously, rapidly. Um, But it's a whole clusterfuck, man. And speaking of clusterfuck, uh, Bolton's book, is it out or is it coming
1: out? Like no, it's supposed to come out on the twenty third. On the twenty
0: third. Okay. So the twenty-third today is the oh, so this it'll come out like pretty much right when this episode comes out. But certain people have read it and reviewed it and
1: Thank tr- Trump is not too happy. Uh, no, I mean he hasn't been happy with, you know, anybody who tries to put out a tell all book.
0: Didn't someone in the Trump family also do that? Niece? uh, Nephew? Yeah.
1: Yeah, What was the title? How... Something like how our family created the most dangerous man in the world or something? (laughs) Oh. That's a good one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've heard mixed reviews on Bolton's book. I heard it's... There's some crazy shit in there about what happens behind closed doors, but I've heard like it's not the greatest book and... Some people were complaining that, like Bolton's, just trying to make money on this whole thing rather than.
1: Well, I guess saying
0: shit when it mattered. But I, fuck if I no.
1: I guess for some reason now he's not going to be making any money off of it.
0: Oh really? Is he donating all the royalties to Black Lives Matter? So?
1: Probably not. <laughs> no, he doesn't seem like the guy. Uh, yeah, I I can't remember why that's the case, but, um, so i don't know like i I wish he would have i wish he would have testified before congress yeah um that's the big complaint right that he didn't yeah but somebody was saying and i agree i mean as long as the information gets out before you know the election (laughs) right um whatever i mean i think he deserves some credit yeah yeah,
0: and the information in it, if it's true, is pretty gnarly. The one that I found strikingly horrible was that Trump supported and encouraged internment camps in China for religious minorities, Muslims living in China.
1: Yeah. And, wow, that's that's pretty gnarly. Did um, they say, I mean, why he encouraged that?
0: I think because he's overall a cunt. Is that how you pronounce it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> a cunt. A cunt.
0: Um, I, you know, I, 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 don't know. I'm not going to read the book. It's not really my genre. I just have I, I read a couple articles about the the cliff notes of the cliff notes. You know, try to get the what's the main the main things that that Trump is being exposed on, which he'll deny naturally. Um, but if true, wow, internment camps, yeah, good.
1: That seems about up, up his alley. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying I'm surprised. Nope.
0: Like I said, I gotta not be surprised by shit anymore. Can't do that. But I saw, um, that one and you told me earlier, right, about he was encouraging or begging China to buy our soybeans, right, so that... He gets farmers on his side for the election. Mm Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Um, What other ones? There's like eight real hardcore ones, and I, I,
1: for the life of me, can't remember. Those are the only two that I read about. Those are the two that you read about?
0: Yeah. You know, it's just one of those he said, he said things. Um, Trump's going to deny it. We're in such such an age that these sort of things are not going to sway a lot of people. they got to see it with their own eyes. Which, to be fair, I get that. But at some point, it's like, man, you just line up all the shit that people have said Trump is like, behind closed doors. You know, I'm, I'm always of the belief, like, if you see stuff in the public, or you hear stuff in the public with your own eyes, your own ears, just imagine what people are doing in their, pri- in, in their private life behind closed doors. If what you see is just insanity, which is what we see from Trump, I can only imagine what the fuck this dude says and does when we aren't—we, the public, aren't looking. People
1: are generally more
0: reserved
1: when they're out in public, so
0: Typic- that that typically seems to be how it goes. Um, Trump may just be consistent across the board. He
1: doesn't give a fuck if someone's looking or not. I—I I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean, he's always saying that he has to do it his way. You know, going I did with his it my gut. My way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his gut.
0: Well, that's that's good for him. Good for him. Did you see that? Um, there was a song that kind of went viral on Twitter. Like these Trump cheerleader worship people in Tulsa singing this like Trump song. <laughs> they were already lining up for his rally. Is that supposed to be tomorrow? Is tomorrow June,
1: Juneteenth? Oh, I think he moved it to the day after. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they're
0: out there. They've been waiting out there a day or two waiting for his, his rally.
1: All these motherfuckers are going to get COVID. Um, I want to say, I hope so, but I won't say that.
0: That's so mean. Oh yeah. They were singing this, um, this song. It's all over Twitter. I'm going to find it real quick. (laughs) It's the whitest thing you've ever heard in your life. I think it's a worship team that was singing it too, and it's just like absolutely atrocious.
1: So you, you couldn't really cast a, a black woman to sing it. It has to be, it has oh to be a white person. god. No. You could not. <laughs>
0: no, it was it was just this whole um it was very cultish. This is all just this has all become so cultish. It's uh yeah, I do not I don't know. That's all I can really say about it. it it's it's oh here it is. Make sure my volume's up people. 2020. <laughs> 2020.
1: <laughs> I, c- I could totally see that being sung inside of a <laughs> evangelical church. I think
0: it's a, like a, yeah, I mean, they, they're obviously musicians and they sing on key and had some like four part harmonies. They're, I think they're a worship team. I'd have to verify that. but Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see it. Dude, I bet someone, I bet they are. I bet they're singing that shit in some churches. It's really creepy, man. Again, I think we, we need to have a, a podcast on the end times because I think I'm going back. I'm going I'm going back into the end times, believing in the end times. <laughs> this shit's just gotten too, too gnarly, man. <laughs> I give up. I was wrong. I was wrong. My eschatology was wrong. Mm-hmm. N.T. Wright was wrong. John Higg, you got it.
1: <laughs> but like when I was younger this isn't how I would have pictured the end times playing out. Actually, I don't know if I even had a specific picture, but uh, it's like yeah. This very very well could be.
0: Yeah. It's just ironic. It becomes more ironic. It's um yeah. It's like the people the people who believe in the end times are the ones who are Nudging us off the cliff towards it. <laughs> <clears throat> Except the one thing I think they're missing is like Jesus ain't coming to save our asses. He's not gonna rapture people up to get them out of here. We're fucked. <clears> there <throat> are end times, and I, I I think in one way it's it is an apocalyptic time. Like you said last time, if if it's if anything is the end times, it's some shit like this, and um. I don't believe in that. I, I, I don't believe I'll, put, I'll go on record. I don't actually believe in that, but it is apocalyptic in the sense that you're coming to a precipice mm-hmm. of something and it cannot continue to go this yeah. way.
1: Yeah. It's a very consequential time. Yes. What you do. Yes. Uh, uh, actually matters.
0: It actually matters. It does matter, but I don't know. I don't know how we get out of it. I think we start with, um, I think we start by not having Trump be our president. I don't even think he wants to be president. to Be honest with you. You know what I mean. I don't. I don't think he wanted to be president. I think his ultimate goal. I don't think he meant to win. I. Didn't, I don't think he thought he was going to. I think what he really wanted was just more notoriety and money, and to start like an, a Trump network, and like a like just to continue the brand. That's and, what
1: Michael Cohen was saying.
0: Really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he really gives two shits about this presidency as far as it goes. Like, it's just about he's got such if he loses the election, he could start a news network and he would probably it would obviously be ridiculous, but he would have a huge
1: following, a huge following. I think I think he might actually have to. He needs to get reelected so he can run the clock out on some of uh, the lawsuits against him. You know the statute of what is that called? The statute of limitations. limitations yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Though there's some shit that run out in his second term, and he can't get prosecuted right while he's right. Listening. So if um, he
1: right, if he got elected again, how convenient. So I think he might really want to get reelected. For that reason. For that
0: reason, I can mean, see that. But yeah.
1: other than that, no, I don't think he really wants to be president anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't know about that. I don't think he does. I think he likes doing rallies. I think he likes talking.
1: He likes I, the adulation, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think he likes um, all the attention, and it's, it's fun. He probably feeds off it. He has fun doing it. He probably just wants to campaign, just go on tour all the time and talk, just talk shit probably his favorite thing to do
1: i mean is there some reason why he can do that and just not be president just <laughs> it'd be kind of weird but I, I i don't know people tend to treat him like a you know a rock star to do oh uh, it, it, it's yeah like i said it's totally cool so there, i mean people will just go to hear him talk yeah you know bash the current president whoever that will be yeah him.
0: he would love that shit yeah sleepy joe <laughs> Whatever his name Comes up with a name for He really is Like if he wasn't the president If he was like a If he was a character In a movie Or a show He'd be fucking hilarious Hilarious it would be one of my favorite characters Like I like those kind of Like um, in I Love You Man Tevin Downey The douchebag Realtor um, Who works at the same place You haven't seen I Love You Man, huh? I, I have Oh th- uh, I don't the, the, the really douchey um, realtor who works with Paul Rudd's character, who's just like totally over the top awful. Like one of my favorite characters in ever, any movie ever. If I knew him in real life, I would not be able to stand the person.
1: Not Jason Siegel's
0: character? No, 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 no. no. The guy who plays Andy on The Office. It's a, a minor role. Um, huh. But yeah, those kind of characters in, in fiction are hilarious when they're the president, not, not so much, <laughs> but if it was, you know, it's almost cause it's almost like an SNL skit. This whole thing is like an SNL skit. SNL could not write a better hour and a half of TV than what's going on in real life
1: as a skit, as a parody. It would be absolutely killer. Is it like the uncomfortableness of the character? Yeah. Yeah. The uncomfortable. Yeah. Just hey, like watching "Always Sunny in Philadelphia" or uh, "Curb Your Enthusiasm," mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Watching the uncomfortability
0: of the situation mm-hmm. when you're not when you're removed from it. Some of Michael Scott on The Office, some of his most yeah. cringeworthy moments, where you're just like, if I was there, I would want this man fired. I, since I'm not there and it's fake, watching the dynamic is brilliant. Brilliant television. <laughs>
1: It takes me a while to get into that it's a barrier for me honestly I I feel it makes me feel very uncomfortable yeah. watching the situation play mm-hmm. out but once you once you cross you know the threshold once you get used to it I'm all in uh, it's that's like the the peak of comedy I like totally it. that that seems to be you know where comedy is evolving towards
0: yes yeah Speaking of comedy, this wasn't comedy, but did you you watched Chappelle's eight forty six?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't comedy. He had a couple of funny uh jokes, obviously. He's Dave Chappelle. That was raw. That shit was raw. Yeah. So to our listeners, if you haven't seen it, everyone's seen it. But if you haven't, eight forty six, check it out on YouTube. That was that was real shit. When he said, when when he he, he referenced his yeah, so I kicked her in the pussy joke with Candace Owens. Mm-hmm. It's pretty funny, and he he's, he said he thinks she has a stinky pussy, and if he ever finds out, he'll let everyone know.
1: <laughs> was it stinky or stanky? Stay. I don't remember.
0: I was listening to it. Uh, I didn't even watch it. I was listening to it on my phone while I drove. I just had mm-hmm. it like playing in the car, so I, it was hard to hear because I have shitty speakers. But um, yeah, that was pretty funny. But yeah, Dave. Dave is Dave is so good, man.
1: I heard several people say that he got it pretty much spot on. He did. He did get it spot on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, called out, you know, Don Lemon for accusing celebrities of not uh, standing up and yeah. talking about it. Oh, yeah, he nailed that. Yeah. He's like, no, the streets is the
0: streets is talking." And, and then they, they don't they don't need they can carve out their own space. And he's right about that. And Lemon replied, "Yeah, you're right." Yeah. That's <laughs> what he did. Yeah. Oh, that's a sign of wisdom and maturity. I like that. I like that he did
1: that. Well, he also said that Chappelle was his favorite comedian, which I mean doesn't, well, you know, change it. But
0: but sometimes it takes someone you really respect and trust to to put you in your place and be like, yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. You're right. Even that one guy. Did you see that one dude, Um, Louis Gugino, Guglio, some evangelical pastor? He even apologized, and it seemed sincere, I guess. Um, He said, he was talking to Lecrae, a a black Christian rapper, and um, he was talking about how to change the language of white privilege to white blessing, because how slavery blessed. I was like,
1: oh, dear
0: God. (laughs) What the fuck did this man just say? Um, But... It seemed like his uh, his apology was sincere. I never know. Well, you know, I never know whether it was an apology sincere, or whether you're like, oh, man, uh-oh, my career's on, on the downward spiral. I better apologize for this shit. <laughs> um, but it seemed sincere, and I heard some black folks, they were mixed on <laughs> how much credence they gave to the sincerity, but um, some were like, yeah, it seems sincere, I guess. Um, obviously it was cringeworthy and foot in your mouth. Um, a moment white blessing. Fuck out of here, man. (laughs) Sorry. You didn't, you didn't think that one through, did you? Or you're really just racist as shit, but I'd like to give people the benefit of the doubt for the most part.
1: I mean, technically I don't, I guess, I mean, if you want to put it that way, yeah, we were, we were blessed by enslaving (laughs) Yeah. That's just a fucked up way of I don't know if I it, should though. finish saying that but No, you can't. I mean just, because it's because
0: you how do you consider yourself blessed at the expense of other
1: people? <laughs> I mean, right. Poor, cho- poor poor choice of words for sure. But I get where he's coming from. <laughs> I get yeah. Yeah. But it just takes about 2 seconds to realize
0: like oh, right. uh, ooh. Ooh. No. Nah. I mean I mean he is saying you you're right. He is saying the same thing that other people would say they'd say oh this country was built on the backs of slaves that's true and so yeah i mean the country is blessed by that quote unquote but if that's how you want to put it it, um that you know I, i i can't think of like something analogous to how cringeworthy that is but yeah it's just a really
1: maybe myopic and way of putting it i mean it's it's taking the focus off of the you know negative part of the equation i mean yeah white white people got blessed because black people got the exact opposite i mean
0: yeah (laughs) right and we need i think we need to think of blessing as like it's it's a blessing for all of us (laughs) rather than at the expense of someone else
1: that right that's what we should be shooting for
0: yes yes indeed the benefits of all society of all society no matter race, religion, color, creed, or sexual orientation, but yeah, he, he done he done fucked up on that one. But here we are, here we are, new news every day pouring in, pouring into our news feeds. It's just a... Um, and and what I don't like is that we're not able to talk about these things on a lot of a lot of uh, mediums. I was talking to my uh, stepdad about this, and he's really conservative. And I was like, "What annoys me is that politics seems to be—you have to believe like a hundred things in order to be in quote-unquote our camp," and then the other side has to have a hundred things. It used to be like five or ten, like a couple, couple conservative issues, a couple liberal issues, a lot of gray, and it's just gotten more and more black and white. Like to be conservative, you got to check off all these boxes, and the list is super long. And to be liberal you have to or progressive you have to check off all these boxes and it, it's super long and if and if you miss one or two fucking you're 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 on the right but then really you don't even
1: check, out of like 100 i don't know man really?
0: depends mm-hmm. on it depends on i mean there's certain people that are this is not true of all people but it seems like that's the that's the cultural average the bro- broadly speaking and, and it's and it's becoming more and more solidified in those camps which is very strange
1: why do you think uh, wh- what do you think caused that change I don't know
0: um, it might be a prog- progression a progression towards that I'm not sure if, if that's just how society always tends to pan out like you just become more and more divided
1: and to just a couple of different options yeah uh, I mean and yeah eventually it just devolves into you know one side or the other yeah yeah I, I know i know like
0: girard talks about like a how it's it's very dangerous for an, us not to have any differentiation from each other um we all just become mimetic images of one another and the two sides almost become like that too it's like the same energy it's fundamentalism on the left and fundamentalism on the, on the right mm. and and that's a danger that's a danger for society i think different issues different purity c- codes um, but but same same energy brought to the table it's it's very
1: it's very interesting i mean it's it's hard to get anything done especially in government um, yeah. when people don't know how to compromise
0: yeah and and, and or, or meet people where they're at too like like if you want to change let's let's say you're talking to someone who's really bigoted or something. Yeah, I might not have patience for them all the time either. But if someone's really interested in at least learning your perspective on how they can change, then I think, how, how else are you going to change society unless the people who you think are wrong are talked to at least? I mean, at some point, we have to talk to each other, even if we think the other person's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, how else are they going to change? I mean, the, 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 the other option is to excommunicate them out of society. So then we're just going to get one side trying to excommunicate the other. Excommunicate in the religious world, cancel in the secular progressive world. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing, though. Hmm. So we, we either have to talk to each other or we just eliminate the other side. And that's really fucking scary. Especially when you don't belong in one or the other side. Like, I, 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 I disagree with progressives on some things. I agree, disagree with conservatives on a lot more things, but neither would neither would have me. There's certain people in each of those camps that would not have either
1: one of us, and it's a weird—it's a weird place to be in as a society. Has any society been this split and over—overcome it? I have Overcame no idea. It? Yeah, I have no clue.
0: I wonder if it's—I wonder if it's just the age of being everyone being able to share their opinion now, immediately.
1: Right. I mean, it's as an example. Yeah, it's not like. Uh, yeah right Were we talking last time Will Smith said It's not that Racism has gotten worse It's just that We're, we're videotaping it now. Right uh, So
0: And we're yeah, every, Like I would never know In the 50s Like what someone In Philadelphia thought But now I can know Immediately What all these motherfuckers think From all around the world Instantly If it shows up On my Twitter feed Or my Facebook feed Or on Instagram Or wherever Now we just know The opinion And everyone's got an opinion And it's almost like I I enjoy social media to some extent I like the concept of it Um, But it just seems like everyone is Emboldened To share their opinion And It's like an open gate For them to You know, disseminate information As if anyone should give a shit (laughs) What you think about Anything
1: Uh, As long as it's not Misinformation, I mean I think that's kind of have to accept that maybe. Uh,
0: how do how do we get to a place where it's not misinformation <clears throat> most of the time?
1: Well, I think you can, I mean, this is like, you can always work for improvement. Like you're never going to get rid of all of, you know, misinformation, but you can still, you can still, uh, you know, try to combat it. And I think, yeah, I mean, there's got to, you're going to learn new strategies along the way to combat it better and more efficiently. And yeah. my point is just because you're not going to get hundred percent of it doesn't mean that if you get 80% of the misinformation that we shouldn't do that. Um, no, totally. Yeah.
0: I think the problem right now is that a lot of people believe the infor- misinformation. They want to believe the misinformation. They, they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll look for that. I mean, that is the problem that already fits what they think. And they'll go to every article and every source that already fits them, what they believe. And there's there's a lot of reasons for that, I guess. Um, one problem is obviously, like, if you go to YouTube and you watch a video, the ones that are recommended to you are just like that one. And you get into this fucking vortex of more videos and more videos and more videos that already affirm something, and then they start to sound good. And it just solidifies what you already thought. And people aren't learning how to be researchers. They're not They're not taking the opposite approach, which is like the approach I took, especially with theology. I'm going to find the hardest, most scathing review of what I believe and see if what I think holds up. So let's universalism, let's say, I'm going to find the harshest critique of universalism and the most well-rounded, robust arguments against it. And that's what I'm going to dialogue with instead of just going to universalist books that just confirm and confirm and confirm what i already believe of course i read those too but you you balance it out by well what's the harshest argument against what this is people aren't doing that they're just going to the one side they're sticking with it whether it's vaccines whether it's coronavirus whether it's politics and they're just doubling down doubling down and solidifying and solidifying and solidifying what they already think
1: because it's more comforting that way. It's easier, I yeah. guess.
0: Um, it is for some people. It isn't. It's the opposite for some people though too. I'm not comforted by that shit. That doesn't make me comfortable at all. So I don't know if, if different people are wired different ways or what. Yeah,
1: I think that's one obvious part of it. Some people just want to be right. Others want to actually know what the answer is. Yeah. Um, right. I mean, Trump doesn't care if he's right. He just wants to win. <laughs> <laughs> right. He doesn't care if he's actually right. No, and I don't think a lot of people care if they're actually right. I think they just want to be on the winning team. Yeah, and I, I don't know what to do with those people. I don't I don't know how how to have an honest dialogue with somebody that you know. Let's be honest; is never going to change their mind no matter what you say. Right. <clears throat> and there's more and more. It seems like there's more and more people like that, though.
0: It seems like there's more and more people like that, and I don't know. Or maybe. Maybe they've always been there. You're just talking, everyone's just talking at the same time. So we're finding out who's what. And you're like, oh, damn. There's been a lot of racist motherfuckers for a while. They've been out there. They're just talking
1: a lot more. Unfortunately, I think it comes down to maybe uh, some sort of cataclysmic event that you can't deny that, you know, forces you to confront. how you think the world is <laughs> yeah and that's part of, that's kind of what happened with george floyd mm-hmm. um, that changed a lot of white people's minds on certainly systemic racism certainly yeah there's been a lot that have opened their eyes and there's a lot
0: that doubled down you know maybe with global warming it takes like fucking yellowstone or something <laughs> i mean or maybe with you know propensity towards war someone starts fucking using
1: nuclear weapons and then we're like holy fuck this shit just got real it's not just abstract over there. Oh, that's a good way of putting it. It, it, it has to become real yeah. for the person. <laughs> yeah, totally. However that happens. Yeah. Um,
0: just sucks that it does take this, like we talked about last time, it just takes these fucking crazy events to uh, get us out of our lull, out of our sleep, or slumber.
1: Yeah, it would be nice if we were smarter than that. but it would be. Instead of getting to the 11th hour
0: and trying to change direction of of the ship, you know. We'll see. See what happens in the next two weeks. And then the next two weeks,
1: actually day by day. (laughs) It's going to be a very interesting rest of the year, I think. Oh, certainly. Every day until, you know, at least November 3rd.
0: If Trump gets reelected, I think there's going to be, like, even bigger protests, bigger than the ones we've ever seen. Yeah. People are going to be super scared. And then on the right, people are... I don't know what they're going to do if if Trump doesn't get elected. I have no idea. Either outcome makes me a little bit anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wish I had a cabin in the woods with a bunch of fucking dried... Freeze-dried food
1: (laughs) and a water source. Because, like people have talked about before, I mean... Trump didn't appear out of a vacuum. Mm-mm. We we created him. And yeah. just because he's not empowered it doesn't mean that the rest of his base went away. Right. So yeah, I mean, regardless, we're gonna have work to do for, you know, the foreseeable future. <laughs> Absolutely. A lot of work. A lot of
0: work. And and I think we're gonna have to come to grips with the fact that we're not gonna be like the world power at some point and it might even be right now like we're not going to be the, the top dog we might think we are but I mean yeah
1: well militarily yeah but I mean but maybe not even then I mean like how long does that go on for right but presently we are right I mean economically I don't know that might we might be done for yeah yeah we're, we're getting taken out at the knees man I can see other countries you know because of how we've handled the coronavirus um, just kind of refusing to do business with us or something like that. I, I don't know if that, that's how that works. I'm not an economist. But, but no, right, I mean, my point being that people are getting, other countries are getting a real good look at America's flaws right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're and be- might be reconsidering how they want to interact with us. Yeah. I don't blame them. Jeez.
0: We are, uh, and this is this is not a knock against the concept of America but we are not as great as we think we are and i think it, to be patriotic is to critique your own nation that's the difference between nationalism and patriotism i think a true patriot a true patriot right now would be like what the fuck are we doing a nationalist would be usa we're great we're going to keep being great that's a nationalist fuck nationalism but a patriot's like no what the fuck is this we're supposed to be the leader in Like, doing the right thing, right? Doing the good thing. Doing the compassionate thing. We're so far behind other nations, no matter what category it is. Prison reform? We fucking suck. Education? Education? We fucking suck. Freedoms? (laughs) Like we talked about. Go to Amsterdam. Tell me that we're free.
1: I saw something on Facebook that said, uh, uh, protests are like the highest form of patriotism. Yes, That's probably true. Well, I mean, God damn it, we, our country was founded on mm.
0: protest. Throwing tea in the in the bay. Mm. <laughs> the Revolutionary War. I'm not an advocate for war. I'm just saying, like, let's just look at our history. We were founded on protest, and yes, we did shitty, shitty things to the people that were already here. And we brought over people and did shitty, shitty things to black Africans. But for the people that are against the protests, they always seem to be like pro-revolution and pro-constitution that came out of protests. It's just like, huh, uh, what? I'm confused. Enlighten me, please. Because we certainly have a history of protesting when we feel like we're being oppressed. So what the fuck is wrong with protesting oppression when you're black? That's what they should be doing. And we should be standing there with them. Saying this isn't right. It's not right that a small percentage of the population gets killed at a higher percentage than the others. Or that they get incarcerated. That's not right. So the patriotic thing to do is to put your foot down and say, I'm I'm with them. However, they need me. Because that's not right. But that's my soapbox.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. Well said. For the day.
0: But, yeah, other than that, man. See what happens next. It's gonna be aliens. I know it. I feel it in my bones.
1: I hope it's aliens. Little
0: green men. Coming down.
1: I think, right? We should, uh. (laughs) Take a break from the problems that we've created and, yeah, deal with a alien invasion or something Well,
0: it's like either going to be Yellowstone or Nuclear War or Aliens. That's got to be next. Or an asteroid. An asteroid. One of the four. Mm-hmm. And I, I think Aliens is the best one of mm-hmm. those. Yellowstone would fuck us up. All of our crops would die. An asteroid, depending on the size, would fuck us up pretty good. And Nuclear War
1: would be absolutely horrific.
0: So Aliens could be decent. As long as they wanted- come save the day
1: yeah I just want to see an alien as
0: long as it's not scary yeah <laughs> what do you think they'd look like like a Chewbacca looking motherfucker or a Yoda
1: I don't know if I have any I yeah. uh, got feeling on that no, no, no. Uh, like an elf like would it be like a little green man, or would it be like the the creatures from Arrival or those are trippy those are super trippy I don't know where the green little green men thing came from. I mean, do you think the U.S. government has had contact? Because maybe, maybe that image got leaked out. Maybe. Like uh, um, <laughs> that's how they put it in the movie Paul. <laughs> Did you see that? No. Um, he, the alien was voiced by, uh, Seth Rogen. Okay. And he said <laughs> pretty much, yeah, whenever, like in the 1950s, um, that's when he, when his spaceship crashed. Uh-huh. Um, and then so that, uh, humanity wouldn't freak out when they saw him in person, they slowly started to leak, uh, these images are, uh-huh. um, Like, trying to get the American public to associate that image with, you know, aliens. Yeah.
0: I think there's a chance they did. I couldn't be dogmatic either way. I'd have to remain agnostic. But I think there's a 25%, 30% chance that they have.
1: But, I don't know. A lot of people say they see a lot of things. A lot of people are full of shit. So, I I don't know. I I think you, you obviously have to be agnostic. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any reason why it logically has to look one way right. or another. Yeah, because um, yeah, who who knows how life developed on that certain planet? Exactly, how it evolved. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: we evolved from some sort of ancestor to monkeys. What if something evolved from something else? Fuck, I know. Um, yeah, so who knows? And, and the other problem is that. If we know about some sort of technology, the government is 30 years ahead or something. So even if we see some crazy shit and we're like, oh my god, aliens. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe we just don't know how advanced some of this shit is that thats is, that
1: we've created as humans. I'm guessing, I mean, that does play into it. So. But ultimately, you know... Mathematically, I gotta believe that you know they're out there. Oh, something's out there for sure. And I guess there's a crazy uh, number of possible planets just within our own galaxy that could. I, I uh, saw that on Forbes. Some like Forbes article. Million Dude, planets crazy. are crazy. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean something like that. I'm, I mean, granted, they're still like seventeen thousand light years away. Yeah. So, I mean. Chances are good that you know we wouldn't make contact with them. Not not That's today. That's a pretty huge not, difference. Not tomorrow for distance.
0: Yeah, but. you 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 at that point I think have to figure out how to travel in those distances without covering the distance. Right, it's got to be some quantum shit
1: wormholes.
0: Or... Yeah, it's it's got to be yeah. bending space time because you cannot yeah. you can't sit here and travel at, at the speed, speed of light or even faster than the speed of light and then get there. I mean. Physics wise, I, I don't I'm not a physicist, but I don't think that works that way once you go speed of light. I mean unless um, you And even if you did the the speed of light, seventeen thousand years?
1: I mean maybe if you froze yourself, if you could actually do that, you could yeah. just uh deanimate yourself. <laughs> deanimate. <laughs> maybe. It
0: seems more likely that you would have to come up with some quantum stuff. Right. Cause you know we know that particles are impacted by one another. Without covering the, the the space in between, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. how do you convert that to being able to move our entire sentient <laughs> two legged being that way? Um, that seems to be a little bit difficult. But it, and where are you going? Like, how do you know where to go?
1: Right. There's there's issues to work out, but seems a couple kinks. But uh, the theory is there, nonetheless. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> theoretically, it. I guess it seems possible,
0: but as far as it working practically, glad they're not looking to me to to do it.
1: Right. Probably, probably wouldn't happen. No,
0: probably. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm taking a shot in the dark. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be an interesting. Couple <laughs> of weeks until the next time we record. Uh, we've got we've got uh, less than one month until our next book comes out. Um, so everyone listening, make sure you get excited for the Bonfire Sessions Summer. It is edited, the sketches are going to be done soon and sent to choir. It's going to be 99 cents, so what what? And uh, the Bonfire Sessions Spring on Kindle is still 99 cents, so please go pick that up and give us a review on Amazon, it takes two seconds, that would be amazing. And if you can go to iTunes and rate and review this show, that would be amazing as well. And did I miss anything? Check us out on thebonfiresessions.net. All of our stuff is on there. Any last parting words of wisdom, Michael? Uh, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Less dicks in this world. Yep. Don't be a dick. Be nice to one another. Be kind. And uh, we'll see you when we see you. Peace.